Thanks for listening to Fresh and Uncooked, the podcast where we talk about new products, menu items, favorite dishes, recipes, anything and everything food related. I'm Chris. And I'm Jeff. And today, what are we going to talk about, Jeff? Sandwiches. We are going to start talking about sandwiches. And man, I'm excited to talk about sandwiches. I almost sense a series. You may be right. This might have to be a part one. But first, let's check out some food names. Food news. Harry and David, kind of a corporate online catalog gift basket company, right? High end. Yes, delicious food. Pears come to mind, right? Yes, indeed. Very good pears. Have you ever had Harry and David pears? They are the best pears you will ever have in your entire life. And you don't really like pears. No, not much of a pear guy, (laughs) but those pears, delicious. Fine meats have been introduced to Harry and David's uh, business. Well, basically a new online gourmet butcher shop. I like it. Launching with 60 products. So we're talking beef, pork, poultry, some seafood, basically ranging from $45 to $200, which I'm sure most of the products on here are probably near that $200 range. Right. Not too many around 45. These are probably really high quality cuts of meats, um, choice, prime, who knows? Beef filet mignon, ribeye steaks, New York strips, French rib, pork loin chops, bacon and cheese stuffed chicken breasts, whole organic chickens, chili and sea bass, and some fancy salmon filets and tuna all on uh, Harry and David now. Sounds good. This might be something a little bit more affordable, though. They got wing sauce. They got a couple different pineapple grilling sauces. There's all kinds of stuff happening on Harry and David. So if you're looking for like a you know gourmet gift for this summer or Upcoming for for the holidays? Or? You know, I'm looking at this, and the prices, they're a bit much. But when you get meat of this quality, you expect to pay for it. Sure. So would I? Yes. Am I going to? Probably not. Yeah. I mean, you put Harry and David stamp on it. What's that moose, moose munch crunch? You, s- you usually see it around the holidays. The moose like munch. Moose tracks or moose munch or something like yeah, that. Yeah, moose tracks is the the Dean's ice cream, which is also delicious. Moose munch, premium popcorn. That's uh, that's the same company as Harry, Harry and David. It's like, uh, it's really good caramel corn. So I'd expect that these sauces and these meats would be, you know, premium stuff. So if you're interested, check it out. Harry and David, some new products. Yeah. Speaking of new products, maybe more on the uh, lower end of the budget, Mountain Dew. Not sold at the prices of Harry and David, but uh, they're coming back with the original Baja Blast. You excited about that? I'm kind of excited. I used to love Dew back in the day. Haven't had it in years. <laughs> I was looking at the flavor list of, uh, of their current flavors. like, wow, I didn't even know they had this many different flavors of Mountain Dew. But Baja Blast is a popular one. So um, not only, though, is the original Baja Blast and Baja Blast Zero Sugar coming back to stores, but it's also joined by a couple new flavors, and they got a frozen Baja Blast thing coming out, too, Jeff. That's the one that's going to be a Taco Bell, right? The Baja Colada Freeze? It's a frozen slushy drink, and it's got the unique taste of Baja Blast blended with smooth, sweet, tropical cream, according to the press release. So it's kind of like Pina Colada met Baja Blast and found a whole new way to Baja. I'm always looking for new ways to Baja. But here's here's the thing I really like caught my eye, Jeff. Not all these crazy Baja flavors, but later um, later on this summer, Mountain Dew is kind of debuting its first ever room spray collection. 
Really? So like air freshener, right? A, a room spray? Baja Island Summer Room Scents by Mountain Dew will feature three scents inspired by the Baja Blast, the Flash, and the Punch. So you can make your room smell like Mountain Dew's new flavors. I guess whatever you need to do, right? You're not putting this in the bathroom. This isn't going <laughs> to replace a lit match <laughs> or the poopery. Why not? I wouldn't mind. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'd put it wherever. Living room, bathroom, you know, work. Maybe bring, maybe get to. Tell you what. You order some ribeyes from Harry David, and I'll bring the Baja Blaster up since. <laughs> that sounds like a very, very even trade. Yeah. <laughs> Today we're talking about sandwiches, Jeff. I can talk about sandwiches all day. How about for three episodes? Let's do it. Part one, favorite sandwiches. I guess we got to clarify <clears throat> a few things. Like, what is a sandwich? Would you consider burgers a sandwich? I think a burger is a burger. It is. Separate from a I sandwich. Mean, it's, it's on a bun. It is. There's the meat. There's the bread. Usually two buns. Yeah. But it's, it's a like burger. It looks like a sandwich, but it's a burger. Okay, so we're not talking about burgers. I agree. A burger is not a sandwich. Is Are any of your favorites from a fast food place like Jersey Mike's or... Kind of in a way, because they have so many different varieties of sandwiches. Mm -hmm. So at points in time, they might make the sandwiches that I really enjoy. Because I think just about everything on my list here um, would be served at a Subway or a Jersey Mike's. All right. But I'm not necessarily saying Subway's version of this is the way to go, because it's not. All right. Because it's not the way to go. No. (laughs) Okay. So I guess with that being said, we should probably get to our list. What is it? What's on your list, Jeff? On top of the list is going to be a Cubano sandwich. Ooh, Jeff, you're going fancy and foreign I'm on me. I'm starting out very strong with that one. So that's the that's like the panini style like sandwich, right? That's usually how Ham, it's served. pickle, mustard, pork. Right. Right? Okay. And mayo and Swiss cheese usually, too. Mayo. Mm-hmm. Really? I didn't know there was mayo on those. Okay. That, that should be on my list because it's a really good sandwich. But I don't know if I could say... It's as good as, say, a grilled cheese. Wow. Because a a good grilled cheese sandwich is a good sandwich. It could be any cheese, too. Any cheese. That's the beautiful thing. Like, I'm not just going to say a straight-up American cheese grilled cheese sandwich is the way to go because there's so many good cheeses that could go inside that thing. Mm -hmm. That'd be unfair. But um, I would say American and cheddar is kind of the combo, my go-to combo for making them at home. But you could order a grilled cheese from your local diner. Yeah. You know what I mean? But uh, I always kind of think of sandwiches being prepared personally by yourself. So that's why I was asking, are we going with burgers or chicken sandwiches or fast food at all? Because a lot of these things can be made at those places. But uh, by the way, sourdough would be my choice of bread. Sourdough is. For grilled cheese. Always the way to go. And I do mayonnaise and butter for for the browning. You know, because you can spread butter on it and put it in the pan. Mayonnaise works really well, too. But I do both. I'll use a savory butter sometimes, too. Butters that have a few extra ingredients, maybe garlic and rosemary or something like that, too. Like herbs in the butter and stuff? Yeah. Yeah. My wife and I, we like grilled cheeses, too. And we always go with different cheeses. Hervardi. I like Hervardi a lot with just, grilled cheese. I just picked up a new Hervardi. I can't remember what it's flavored with, but it would probably make a good grilled cheese. But let me tell you, the heat that comes from a Hervardi that's been put inside of a grilled cheese, 
you're going to burn your mouth if you don't <laughs> oh, wait really? about okay. 10 minutes. Absolutely. What else you got? A good Reuben. That's like a sandwich like no other, you know? Yes. I mean, who's putting Thousand Island and, uh, and, and sauerkraut on sandwiches? Something about Thousand Island that where it gets lost in the shuffle, too, as far as a condiment. Right? I never order it really for a salad, but I will put it no. on a sandwich all the time. The only thing I use it for was are Reuben's and taco salad. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll oh. get into that in another show. Um, good choice, though. And and a warm sandwich. Mm-hmm. Rye bread. Nice marble rye. Corn, uh, corn beef, sauerkraut, Thousand Island. Yeah. P- uh, pickles, too, right? Pickles, well, usually a pickle on the side. A pickle on the side kind mm-hmm. of thing, an accessory. Yeah, because yeah. the, the sauerkraut kind of acts like a, kind of does what a pickle would do, yeah. I guess, for the sandwich. Kind of cuts through everything there. Yeah, I like it. I wouldn't say it's my favorite. It's why it didn't make my list. But again, sandwiches are just so damn good, you know? Yes, sir. Now, if we're talking classic deli meat sandwiches, like going, going to the supermarket and picking up a pound of lunch meat and just making a good, thick sandwich piled high... I'm going turkey. Another classic. I know. I'm, you're going real fancy and specific with your Cubanos and your Rubens. <laughs> like you're traveling the world here. I'm just sticking with the classics, I guess, except for my last one. But wheat bread for me, I think, is the way to go with that. Nice thick cut wheat bread. The good wheat bread. Lots and lots of turkey. Lots and lots of mayonnaise. Because turkey's kind of dry usually, especially lunch meat turkey. Uh, lettuce, some cheddar, some tomato. Maybe if you want to get a little fancy, throw in some brown mustard. You know, mix it with the mayonnaise. A nice spicy brown? Yeah, why not? I would do that. Live a little. Nothing to me beats a good cold turkey sandwich. I have another sandwich, and I'm probably going to be called Fancy once again because it has a name that makes you think of places far, far away. Okay. I know what you're going to say. I don't know how to say it, but it just popped in my head. Is it? Is it a bami? Oh, no. Those are great, too. Those are sandwiches, oh, right? Would you I consider that a yeah, sandwich? Yeah, a banh mai. Yeah, the banh Vietnamese mai. that's on a baguette. Yeah, those are delicious, too. That was you my prediction. What? I was wrong. I would probably have a shorter list of sandwiches that I don't like. And I don't even know. I can't even think of a right. sandwich that I don't like, really. Then then compiling a list of, of favorite sandwiches. Yeah, yeah. but, but this one, a Monte Cristo sandwich. Right, oh. right, <laughs> right out of left field wow. with that one. That Hit it out of the park in my head. Thank you so much. That is an amazing list, Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> I love sandwiches. Wow. So let me. That's oh man. My dad used to make those every now and then. Really, I have not had one of those in a long time, and it's something you never think about until someone mentions it, <laughs> yes. or you see them rarely, like on a menu at a restaurant. It's like, whoa, yeah, French toast, kind of like, right? You can make it with French toast, but there's other ways you can do it where it's actually deep fried. So in college, I used to wait tables at Bennigan's, which I think there might be Bennigan's around. There might be one location or something like that. But they had a Monte Cristo sandwich, and it was so good. Hmm. And then just that that sided jam yeah. that it's served with. That is... God, what kind of jam is that? Grape. Is it grape? Yeah, grape jam. Wow, a Monte Cristo. Oh, it's just such a good sandwich. Wow, and that's ham. <laughs> yeah, ham, turkey, and then there's usually um, cheese inside. I think it's just American cheese. Yeah, man, I haven't thought about these in a while. An egg-dipped ham and cheese sandwich pan or deep-fried it's so good. Jeff, you got one hell of a list, man. <laughs> I got to say. Because my next one, it's going to sound good because it's probably a pretty popular one. Just an Italian sub. 
you know? Oh, Another I love classic. Italian subs. Like, like if a sub place, then I'm, you know, if I've never been there or if I've been there 10 times, I'm probably getting the Italian because that's what I ordered the first time. Same here. Yeah, that's lots, a great way to go. Lots of oil and vinegar, you know, make it a little sloppy. What a what a ham, salami, pepperoni, capicola, whatever. Yeah, prosciutto, yeah. prosciutto sometimes. Prosciutto. Ooh, yeah. Another classic. But I got one more, Jeff. All right. This is a once-in-a-while sandwich. In fact, this is a sandwich that only happens once a year. Really? For me. You know when it happens? Black Friday, generally. Because that's when you have leftover Thanksgiving dinner. Mm-hmm. And the best way, in my opinion... To have Thanksgiving Day leftovers is a sandwich with everything <laughs> everything left over on that sandwich. A Thanksgiving sandwich. You do not do that? No. Never. But never it sounds great. So I'm taking you put cranberries on there. Cranberry uh, sauce. First thing you do is you get your cranberry sauce and you mix it with a little mayonnaise because then you get a cranberry mayo going. Wow. Since, you know, Mr. Fancy over there should appreciate something yeah, like I, that. And I most definitely do appreciate that. And if you want to go really crazy... You take the stuffing, you mix it with a little beaten egg, and you throw it in the waffle maker, and then you got your bread, your stuffing bread, piled high with that turkey leftover, a little thin layer of mashed potatoes on one waffle side, (laughs) the cranberry. I know, it sounds disgusting. Is there gravy? Do you put gravy on it, too? You could dip it in gravy. Oh, like a, a gravy au jus. Yeah, on the side. Yeah, you could do that. That's been requested before. <laughs> Man. Sweet That's potatoes? Good. Is there any sweet potatoes on there? You know, or? we don't make many sweet potatoes, so we don't really have a whole lot of sweet potatoes left over for Thanksgiving, but there's right. always plenty of stuffing in turkey. So that's basically what the, what the sandwich is. It's just, I think it's just an excuse to make uh, stuffing waffles for me. But that sounds like a great excuse. Best sandwich. Totally. It's, and it's the only thing you need to eat all day because it's just ridiculous with all the stuff in there. But it's so good. Like you said, man, there's so many things we could talk about sandwiches. Like you said it perfectly, I think, where you could make a list of sandwiches you don't like because it would be shorter than the sandwiches you do like. And you're not sure if you could really even make a list of sandwiches you don't like. I don't think it's possible. So we're going to have to do a part two on sandwiches. So next episode, part two sandwiches. And I think we'll talk about the accompaniments. What, what needs to be with a sandwich, right? Whether it's on the side as an optional condiment, maybe. I think that's a great idea. Yeah. Thanks for listening to another episode of Fresh and Uncooked. Jeff, until next time, enjoy what you eat.